Sex Talk is proudly brought to you by Zebra's Crossing Very Private Game Lodge, creating amazing memories for couples for over 20 years. So I want to tell you an interesting story of somebody who walked into my office last week. He's an engineer, so he's a really practical guy. He's a very solution-oriented person. Mm-hmm. He's in his mid-40s. He's had a fair amount of life experience. He's traveled around the world. He's an educated guy. He is. He reads a lot okay. in some different fields. Mm-hmm. And he said something really interesting to me. He said, you know what's fascinating is I realized that I have no idea how to have a relationship. So he came to see me because his marriage is in trouble. Okay. And he said, this is what happens. This is what he realized, that we get put into the situation of a relationship and we actually have no idea on what to do. That is a great observation. Absolutely. Mm. No coaches, no schools for relationships. And it is one of the most important aspects of life. True. And nobody really tells us how to have relationships that are fulfilling. And then we're just so shocked when it just all crumbles down. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. Mm. So I'm Jonti, and I'm here with Tamar. Great to be here. And we are going to talk about relationships. So we're doing four podcasts that are looking at different aspects of relationships. And we're going to start with the problems of relationships. What are the problems? What are the issues? Um, Some of the issues around that. And then we're going to look at how do we create relationships of fulfillment? What can you do in your life that will help you have happy and fulfilled relationships? You know, that's something that even if we look from the field that you are now dealing with mm. intimacy, couple therapy, sensual, sensual healing, sexual healing for over 20, almost 25 years, and you've seen hundreds of couples and individuals that have expressed so many different aspects of, of problems, of issues, of things that come up. But interesting enough, you always it boils down, you always tell me that it boils down to the same stuff, to the same core issues, isn't it not? It does because, and this is such an important thing to understand, and the more I do what I do and talk to people in so many different fields, mm-hmm. the more I understand that so much of life is about a pattern. Okay. So it's such a good starting point. So the way that we work is in terms of patterns, and everything in our life Everything, our sexuality, our relationships, our love, our health, even our work is a pattern. So you're saying we're in auto drive all the time? That is shocking. We are. That's the truth. So I actually bring my patterns that I grew up with to my relationship. That's it. 
And so much of what we do actually has nothing to do with the situation that we're in. Okay. So let's explain that. Please. So a good way to understand the patterns is every time you brush your teeth, you brush your teeth in the same way. Mm. You bath or shower, you wash in the same way. It's true. You eat in the same way. Mm. Sexually, in life, in relationship, we do the same thing. We say each other to each other the same things. We kind of have sex in the same way. That's it. Okay. And it works or we think it works. Mm. More times than not, we think it works. <laughs> it's our comfort zone. Mm. Or it's what we know. And that's what we do. So the interesting idea is the theory comes from the fact that from the time we're conceived until about age seven or eight, that's where our patterns are set. True. We pick up from the environment. True. That's what we do. Regardless of what the environment is, regardless of whether it's happy or not, regardless of whether it's fulfilled or not, we pick up the patterns. The important thing is, if our environment is more open, is more more nurturing, is more loving, we will pick up different patterns as opposed to stress patterns. So it's, but we are going to pick up stress patterns. We will. Full we are. stop because that's the way we are designed. But we can also take a little bit of a relief from all this guilt trips of why am I doing all of that? You picked it up in a young age. It's now just time for a change. Yeah. And. You can get so caught up in, as you said, the guilt of it. You can get so caught up in the problem of it. And this was a big realization. I came back from a really beautiful weekend of self-exploration last night. And I was having a long talk with my daughter about patterns and the way that we are. And there's a very, very interesting perspective that we bring. So most people have a problem okay, in any area of life. So we're talking about relationships. Okay, right. Okay. So for example, a lot of people come and see me because they are either having sexual problems in their relationship or they are not experiencing the intimacy and the connection that, that they, they would have liked yeah, to have. Yeah, they would have liked. Okay. Those are the problems. And the way that most people look at it is they want the problem fixed. Sure. So we focus on the problem. Hmm. We want to change the behavior. We want to fix the problem. So here's the bigger picture of it. Our self-definition is expressed in the problem, is expressed in the behavior. So that's much bigger. The, the, The picture is big. Yeah, that's who we are. Okay. And we are expressing ourselves in that. So it's like a micro, microcosmos. It's like if you actually, you, you, there's a connection. Yes. Okay. So we do what we do because of the beliefs that we have, which are subconscious. Okay. We're not aware of what we believe. And we only become aware of the beliefs when we have a problem. Can you maybe give me an example? Like a, a patient comes into your office, to your clinic, sits with you. He will express a problem, but how does it, do you have any kind of a case that kind of shows that? Yeah. Okay. And this beautiful example of a couple that I've been working with. All right. So I gave them an, uh, a practice to do mm-hmm. of working out for each other, for themselves, of what was important in their relationship. Okay. It was like a, an exercise. Yes. Mm-hmm. What was important for them to give, what was important for them to receive. Okay. And as we go deeper into the series, I will share that practice with you because it, it's really important. Awesome. 
So one of the things that came up, for example, was they both felt that they weren't getting enough touch. There wasn't enough affection. So if there's not enough affection, sex becomes difficult because how do you initiate touch and so many other things around touch? So as we went deeper into this, what came out was her belief was that when she felt touched, she felt safe. Wow. She didn't know how to express that. She never made the connection before, that touch equals safety. I, I feel um, moved to my very core because I just had this realization about myself a couple mm -hmm. of days ago. Okay. His belief about touch was the more that he got touched, the more acknowledged he felt. Wow. So the pattern is that when they were not being fulfilled in that, they were bringing all sorts of stories around it that was creating a greater disconnect. So his pattern was that I want to be acknowledged. Therefore, when you touch me, I am feeling more acknowledged. Her pattern is that when she is touched, she feels safe. Hmm. So neither of them were actually being fulfilled in that. So the pattern was that he desperately wanted more touch. She wanted more touch. Neither of them knew why. And they didn't even know how, I'm sure, how to ask it That's because it. it's almost like a vulnerability. And they didn't realize the importance of it. So we are happily sponsored by Zebra's Crossing, very private game lodge, which for some odd reason I really like this place. And I must say for, for the fact that I am there quite a lot, mm. I see many couples come to spend this romantic weekend yeah. and they make the time and they spend the money. And then I see so much disconnect. Yeah. I see so much non-verbalization and physical express expression. So I'm sure they get to the room. Okay. I don't tap to the rooms, but I'm sure they get into the rooms and all of a sudden, There, this void, you know, there might be this hot sex of, okay, we just arrived to a hotel, to a beautiful lodge in the bush. I can see beautiful things, but also there's such a void for actually to fill, to fulfill with connection. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're describing. Yeah. How can I tell you that actually me needing to be touched is for me to feel safe? So tomorrow, you know, you've said something so important there because so many couples come and see me because they think they're not having enough sex. True. And that's the issue. Or one partner thinks they're not having enough sex. Or you used to ask, like, literally one out of three men, you will say he's not having enough sex. sex. And some women as well. True. Absolutely. Sorry about that. So the interesting <laughs> thing is when we talk about it, they realize it's not the sex that they're looking for. It's the intimacy and the connection. Because to have sex is easy. Whether it's fulfilling or not, whether it's amazing or exciting or whatever or not, becomes secondary. To have sex is easy, even if it's a quickie late at night when you're tired and it's literally two or three minutes and that's all. So the sex is not the problem. The intimacy and the connection is the problem. Profound. And if we go back to that story from mm -hmm. the very beginning of this guy, he had no idea what that actually really was or what it meant. To have a relationship. And most people don't. They don't know that elements of intimacy what are the elements of a relationship 
It's oh, sorry, yeah. No, carry on. It's almost like uh, when you think, okay, relationship components, uh, sex, having some chit chats, <laughs> all the other stuff of connection, intimacy, practicing touch, mm. vulnerability, uh, verbalization, being uh, honest, being maybe less biased, all these components of actually being in a very deep relationship, they almost consider as feminine or, uh, ah, that's just for people that are very soft mm. or very feminine or maybe I don't want I don't want to say but maybe even uh, ach, that's that's for later stage later stage in life I, I'm trying to think what do people even think a relationship should be should be about because yeah. it's only about the marriage the children and there's no guidelines and we don't think beyond that so a really important element of a relationship is your intention okay why are you having a relationship. Isn't it a scary question to ask? <laughs> it is. But here's the point. If you want something in life that is meaningful, that has depth, that is going to be sustainable, and that has sap- has substance, uh-huh. you have to ask the question. And is it not too late when you're already in a relationship? No. Because you have, when you're asking the questions, you have the possibility of doing something. Okay. So on one level, you're absolutely correct. And if we got a whole lot of relationship education, then before we even started looking for a partner, we'd think, why do I want to be in a relationship? Mm. And then the kind of partner that we would look for would help us to fulfill that. But we go into relationship because it's expected of us. We want companionship. We want sex. We want to have children. It's easy. It's nice. It's expected of the community that we live in. There are so many different reasons. And it's okay if you're honest about it. At least you know. And when you go deeper, so to say, okay, so now I got you Mm -hmm. and here we are. Mm -hmm. What is it that we're really going to do? And one of the things that we have, one of the illusions of relationship is that we are going to be the same. And everything in our life is going to be. And it will change, but we will stay the same. That's it. (laughs) And it's such an illusion. Okay. Because everything in life changes us and Mm. we change. The experiences of life change us. We go through different jobs. So in today's world, people go through more jobs than any other time in history. True. They change jobs. When you change jobs, maybe money changes. You have more, you have less. You change countries. All of a sudden, you decide, so we live in South Africa. You came from Israel. You decided to leave Israel. You're going to be in everything changed. South Africa. Mm. That's it. Mm. You meet an absolutely wonderful man. Mm. Everything in your life changes. Mm. Things in your relationship change. You have children. That changes you. You watch a movie that has great impact on your thinking. It changes you. So we need the tools to understand change. And how to manage that. The clearer we are on the intention of our relationship, the easier that becomes. And the intention will change as well. Okay. But if we understand that change is so important, that's when we can really expand the relationship. So you already touched on the importance of knowing more about relationships. So that's something that you're going to, we are going to touch on, on the next couple of episodes, because I, first of all, feel it's just universal. Mm. Everybody needs to know 
um, a little bit more about what is a relationship, what is a fulfilling relationship, what can help to create a very satisfying relationship. Then you already touched on two exercises. One was literally to understand why do I want what I want because it's very easy to stand there with throw the toys at the cot. You're not touching me. You're not doing this. You're not fulfilling your, I don't know, your uh job as a husband, but actually that will never change you because you're just feeling hurt and attacked. But when I say, when you touch me, I feel safe, you have an incentive to obviously. So that was already the first tool. The, th- the second thing that you were touching on was actually uh, understanding who am I and why do I make my choices? So that's already two tools that we're going to expand on in the next three episodes yeah. of how do you actually go within before you start having better sex techniques, which we will touch on, of course, one of the episodes as well. And how do you have more fulfilling sex? But first you have to know why you're doing yeah. what you're doing. So I want to throw a spanner in the works. Go yeah. for it. Because you said something really interesting, Okay, which was, how do we know what a relationship is? So one of the things we start doing is when we start asking questions is we start exploring. We start researching. So we go to the internet generally today. Don't do us. We go to Uncle Google, <laughs> Rabbi Google, Mrs. Google, Mr. Google, whatever you want to call him. Okay. And then her. somehow for some odd reason, you porn comes up. Sorry so for the it, commercial. For that you put in first. And then you start asking about relationship. Well, you go into the bookshop and you look for books on relationship. Sure. So the interesting thing is so many of these books start to tell you this is what a relationship is and this is what intimacy is. And you have a problem. Is. Yes. So I want to give you a perspective on this that might just be a little bit different. And the perspective is this. This is priceless, guys. And Take want, a listen. And, and this comes from, from a really smart woman, Esther Perel, who says some absolutely beautiful things. And she said, there are no experts on relationship. There are simply people who have thought about it more than you. So I'm one of those people because of my work and relationships and connection fascinate me. And we do inside of us, inside of all of us, have this incredible desire for connection. So we want to be in that relationship because there is something so deep in us that wants that connection. We want that with someone else. Mm -hmm. Regardless of all of the books that you read, and there are some wonderful books out there. There is no question of that. Don't take anybody's definition of relationship as your own. Understand that you need to become the expert in your relationship because everything that brought you to that point in your life is about you. Yes, there are general patterns, no question, that so many of us fall into, maybe all of us in terms of some patterns. But your life journey has been yours. My life journey has been mine. When we come together in relationship, there is As much as there are these patterns, there is this incredibly unique, beautiful, and wonderful magic and mystery that is us. So if we learn some practices, if we learn some ideas, and if we can think and we can talk, we can create that fulfillment. And that is yours. It's not about what anybody else told you a relationship should be. Especially not uh, Hollywood movies. No. 
uh, magazines, uh, which we know the people that write those hers and his and all the sexual questions there are literally from the, literally from the top of their heads. And that leads me to a very, very interesting point that when you speak about walking the walk, not just talking the talk, have your own experience. So what you're going to do with your uh, partner, thanks to this, uh, four episodes, uh, is going to be yours and it's going to be yours forever. So even if it's not the last partner you're going to be with, it's tools that you're going to carry over to the next partner. And John T always says to people that come to his practice, my interest is not to keep you together. My interest is to give you as many tools as possible to grow, find each other. And then first of all, with yourselves and then find the way to one another. If this path has come to an end, it might come to an end, but you will carry the tools of self-growth and self, you know, practicing with yourself forever and ever. Yeah. So think about what your relationship could be mm. rather than what your relationship should be. That's, be. that's a good one. Because the should be is somebody else's idea generally instead of what could it be. So there's a very powerful question that comes with this. And the question is, how would I like to feel in my relationship? So here, you want a practical exercise. Here it comes. Write a list of the things that you would, or the ways that you would like to feel in your relationship. And you could have five things on this list, and you could have 50 things on this list. Do you want to feel secure in your relationship? So for most people, that is so, so important. Mm. And once you've got this list, don't worry about what it means yet. Just think about or be aware of these are the things that I would like to feel. Then we can start looking at how do you create that. And that's where... The, edu the idea of, of education for relationship becomes so important because then it's the how. What do we actually do to create that? And I'd like to give you a perspective here that I come to more and more and more. And this perspective is instead of just trying to fix a problem, instead of just trying to change a behavior, which takes us into spaces that are almost sometimes impossible, that are just a contractive space. If you ask the question, what could my relationship be? You're starting to work on a model of expansion. The model of expansion is interesting because we have to step into the unknown because we don't know what that could be. All we know is what we have. We're not in the recycling business. <laughs> and all that we're doing in the recycling business is we're going into the past. Yeah. And what we so, so it was plastic once. We're going to turn it into something different, but it's still plastic, plastic. and we're there still we going go. to use it differently. So, John T., what do you see? When people come to your practice, what are the issues people bring or they think? Because you always tell me it's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. But so what do they express? So, firstly, it's, it's sexual problems. Okay. And then it's a lack of intimacy. Mm -hmm. It's a lack of communication. It's the fact that we don't feel that we have love anymore. Mm -hmm. And all of those are actually really a scary space. Yeah. They're really, really fearful because of... What could happen from any of those? Mm. And we hold on to the 
idea of what this relationship should be instead of once again what it could be. Hmm. And in the power of what it could be, we start to open to possibility. So here's an interesting thing. You listening to this know the problems in your relationship. And somebody can give you insight and somebody could define them and somebody could give you a different perspective on it. That's absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. But understand more than anything else, the perspective of expansion, the perspective of how it could be has the most amazing possibilities for you. So don't get too stuck in the pain. Don't get too stuck in the problem. Let's look at what we can create. And I'm not saying don't, and I'm not saying ignore the problems. Not I'm at not all. saying suppress them, and I'm not saying repress them. Don't do that. Let's look at them. Let's examine them. Let's understand them. Then let's put them aside, and let's see how can we have a relationship that's absolutely the biggest adventure of your life. So I have two two very very things that just got got to me while you were talking. One is that every entrepreneur will tell you, you know, <laughs> will tell you take a look at what you can do. Mm -hmm. Of course you have to stay with grounded. You have to know you you know that okay, if this relationship your wife doesn't want to work with you, there's no much of a partner there. Okay, eventually we'll have to decide what to do, but if there is still an, op an option, if there's still a possibility, if there's still a conversation, then there's so much possibilities and your brain will never ever tell you the most amazing things because he doesn't know it. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is my personal story. A couple of years ago, I met you. I never ever could believe that my life could become so beautiful, so full of exploration, so amazing, so comfortable with myself. I never knew that this path that I walked with you and I'm sure of it that the practices that I've been practicing, thanks to your teachings, have just made me, first of all, happier person, a more fulfilled person with myself. It takes time. Every good thing takes time. But I know your practices that you already started giving today three or four exercises and the relationship exercises have brought me the most fulfilling relationship I could ever imagine. So it's not a propaganda. It's not a commercial. It's real. I know it for myself. I know it for many people that have come to see you. And all I can say is that for whatever reason or for whatever, what, for whatever, you don't know the destination, but it's worth the journey is so rewarding. So again, for a person who's coming from more, um, um, from experience point of view, I can tell just the listeners that this is really a serious worthwhile to practice from personal experience. It's so beautiful. Thank you. It's totally true. And whoever doesn't know our story can listen to almost five years of podcasts that John T has really been walking. I've been walking close to John T, especially to his, to his teaching. And it's, it's just great. It's great stuff. It's all practices. You have to keep on walking the walk and not just talking the talk. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking forward for the next uh, three episodes that we're going to tackle quite a lot of very, Quite a lot of good, 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 um, tips and, and, and ways to actually process through your relationship to have, to have much more. And what you said there is so interesting and so true that it's a journey. Forget about the destination. The more that you can engage with your relationship, which is a huge shift in perspective, because again, it's not just about fixing the problems. It's engaging in a relationship and that engagement and the practice of engagement 
allows you to start seeing things differently, which is going to allow you to create things differently. And in the weeks to come, that's what we're going to share with you. So as we always say, we just wish you so much pleasure. See you soon. Sex Talk was proudly brought to you by Zebra's Crossing Very Private Game Lodge. An easy drive from Johannesburg in the breathtaking malaria-free African bush. Enjoy six luxury suites for a romantic getaway, your honeymoon, or an intimate wedding in a stylish and elegant setting, while surrounded by zebras, giraffes, meerkats, and many other animals. Zebra's Crossing. For your very private bush experience, visit zebrascrossing.com. This is CliffCentral.com.